Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory forever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Certain times when the prayers or a litany or a phrase strikes me, and this evening, as I was thinking already about um, repentance, not just because Lent is coming, uh, but that today, as we are make, marking the transition now of Vespers to tomorrow, so we commemorate the saint for tomorrow, this evening, we had the feast of the first and second head, finding of the head of St. John the Baptist. So I've been thinking about repentance all day, and we come to this litany, and it says that we may complete the remaining time of our life in peace and repentance, let us ask of the Lord. And it struck me, for whatever reason, how often we have so many stories, we have so many ways of talking about how we want to see our life and how we spend the rest of our life. And to ask for peace uh, makes good sense. That, that's pretty normal. The people, if you were to ask them, what do you see and what do you want to do with the rest of your life, they would seek peace, uh, probably rest, uh, maybe if they can, as it's all a craze and a trend now, to somehow retire at 35 or 45 and have all this passive income and blah, 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 blah. That is the dream, right? That's what we are looking for and we wish to end the rest of our life in peace and luxury and happiness. And... But to put peace and repentance next to each other it's not something that I think that you would normally ask, what would you like to spend the rest of your life doing? I would like to spend the rest of my life repenting. We associate repentance, and it's given to us biblically. I mean, look at the figure of John the Baptist, a great icon of repentance. His crazy hair, his camel skin, his diet, his wilderness wandering. He's the great prophet of repentance, the last great prophet of Scripture. And we ask in this litany that we not only seek peace, but repentance. Repentance is challenging. Repentance is something that is beyond just kind of fixing of the breaking of some rules. It's beyond just kind of making sure that we don't go certain places or do certain things and basically then in our um, I want to say frozenness a lack of life we have somehow repented we stopped doing things that were bad and there's some element of truth to this there's something about morality that's absolutely wrapped up in repentance but it's a really small vision of repentance. It's, it lacks. Repentance, as we see uh, in John the Baptist, is something that consumed his entire life, and it was the point of his ministry, that he pointed to Christ, that he prepared the way for Christ, that he and his entire being was consumed with the kingdom and the peace that he found was not the peace of, you know, the nice condo in Jerusalem with a nice view of uh, 
the plaza or whatever, it was across the Jordan out in the wilderness where he found rest, peace, and repentance preparing Israel for the coming of our Lord. I've been reading a lot recently, or revisiting some of these, it's been over a decade since, reading the writings of now canonized St. Sophroni of Essex. And it was his book on St. Silouan that was kind of the book that made everything click for me to become Orthodox. You know, you kind of have some intellectual ideas, or maybe like I'm looking for the Eucharist, or I'm looking for history, or I'm looking for X, Y, Z, or not all of us have that journey, but some of us do have that journey into the church. And then you encounter in the, the writings of St. Sophronius, St. Silouan, who's kind of a 20th century John the Baptist in the sense that his entire life was bound up in the kingdom, bound up in repentance, bound up with true love and devotion for our Lord, and therefore for the world. And it's in the writings of St. Sophroni that he has, he's very idiosyncratic. If you'll read a lot of 20th century Orthodox theologians or saints, and you come to St. Sophroni and you realize you've got a different vocabulary, you have a different, there's just a lot going on different with him. And he really underlines, for me at least, and it's something that's re repeated throughout his writings, is this deep, absolute need for prayer as a longing or a stretching or a desire, burning desire for eternity, for the eternal. That everything that is ephemeral, everything that is not um, pure and holy and good and right, just kind of withers before the eternal face of God. And it struck me, especially during the liturgy that we had this morning for, in commemorating John the Baptist and thinking about repentance, repentance as being this incredibly, my words are just not going to pass, you, I'm sure you've experienced this in the depth of your own heart, this where everything just kind of falls away and you are standing before God and you really know this is God. This is not my idea about God, but it's the presence of God that is so overwhelming and yet at the same time peaceful. That is so wild and untamable because it is God and yet I know exactly who he is. And in the language of St. Sophronia, the primordial being, it draws us out of all of the noise, all of the stuff that's going on, to the depths of our hearts, to stand before the eternal God. And I don't know about you, but just get little glimpses of this from here and there, little graces that God gives us to be able to truly do that. And it might take a lot of morning prayers before you actually just have the grace of that kind of visitation. And I don't mean this in some grandiose, I just mean that deep sense of being drawn towards the eternal God. And then how everything else, all the little things, all the little habits, all the little 
things that get in the way of that love that stands before us, that that is some glimpse of what it means to truly repent, to have those things not be desirable at all. That, it seems to me, is the only way that I would actually desire repentance for the remainder of my days. Not a kind of just denial or a rejection of things, but a true sense of who God is and what it means to actually be before him and to desire him and all of that fullness. So may God help us, especially as we prepare for this season of repentance, to truly desire God and to repent in the fullness that we can, that we actually come to love, to repent, to find our being fulfilled completely in God, and not all the other little things in the world, idols and distractions, that we can, through the prayers of St. John the Baptist, St. Siloan and St. Sophroni, encounter the God who loves us from before the foundations of the world. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.